kids what's up uh this is our first post summer show and summer season technically isn't over but labor day happened it's here it came it went so did summer and so freaking quickly it's still blisteringly hot outside um but... can we just did we talk about this last show can we just change that what just make it memorial day to labor day that's summer just me, yeah, summer. Yeah. Like, officially, like, fuck where the sun is. I mean, it's gonna blow up eventually, <laughs> so... Well, I think most people recognize that. Especially, I would say, the East Coast. You know, people who, in the Midwest, people who aren't in California, where they have beautiful... Like, be Southern California, where they have summer all season. And Florida, I don't know. I don't know how it was season mm -hmm. another place. I know Pennsylvania, and here we kind of recognize the East Coast, the tri-state area... New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, we recognize the summer from Memorial Day to Labor Day. Labor Day, people, is not an a fire American flag. <laughs> Salute the troops holiday. I saw something on Twitter about that. Wait, really? Yeah, someone saluted the troops. <laughs> it's called Labor Day. Right. I don't know what they're thinking, but I'm like, you salute the American work. I mean, I'm all about saluting the troops, Squeezer. I yeah, support fine. the troops. But this is, uh, you support the troops. And, and, and to quote a, a great reporter that we will play clips of in this show, they deserve a holiday of recognition, or so to say. Who, the worker or the troops? The troops. Right. And then you say, they have Memorial Day. Right. And then I say, well, maybe they should have a second. And then she says, they have, they have day? Flag Day. Flag Bart. Day. Veterans yeah. Day. Or Veterans Day, yeah. Yeah. Flag Day is more about the flag, and Flag Day is not a na well, uh, national holiday. No, yeah. Uh, but Labor Day. I'm already butchering the greatest animated show to ever exist. What is it? Simpsons. Oh, Simpsons. Clearly, Simpsons. Right. Oh, I, I mean, maybe the Jetsons. I don't know. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, someone said that, and I just thought it was funny. Labor Day is the day we support the American worker with a day off. I actually had off. So did you. Yeah. That was we, actually kind of awesome. We Yeah, I had a great day. And uh, Enchantress and I uh, did whatever. We went to a place that was open where people were working. So Yeah, so awesome. we, we did the same thing. Uh, we went to uh, we went to look for uh, WWE Mattel Retros. They discontinued. They're, they're on ice. I guess they're not canceled, but they're on That's ice. That's what Labor Day is all about. Yeah, and we went to uh, Marshall's, and they had all the ones but the one I was looking for. So they are at Marshall's slash TJ Maxx, people, if you're looking for them for five Are you going to spend days. Columbus Day looking for more Congo figures? Possibly. And then we went to Spirit Halloween. Our first Spirit trip of the year. Get, get in the start of the Halloween season, of course. We bought some things, not stuff. We're, we're deciding what uh, ridiculousness we want in our yard. Uh, I I am seriously contemplating the eight foot blow up Ecto one. 
Uh, there's the blow up Sam from Trick or Treat. We're gonna get. Uh, and you, the- you're still gonna put your demi gorgon back out, right? Uh, yeah, that thing really doesn't stand up on its own. That was kind of a waste of a hundred dollars. I've never heard of you wasting a hundred dollars. <laughs> I mean, it was still cool for the picture on Instagram, but kind of eh, worthless. I'll I'll come and I'll anchor it for you. Yeah, I'll bring he, some tethers. Yeah. So, uh, but. He, you really can't see him at night, and that's when the Halloween... That's hit. why I'll bring some lights, too. <laughs> well, I don't want him to blow out the rest of our, our stuff. So we have the Pumpkin King. We have some pumpkins that go around him. I have some pumpkin, like, uh, projectors that go on the side of the house. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to get this, like, skeleton T-Rex. They're supposed to sell at Target this year. Because Bloody Disgusting posted all of Target's, like, Halloween shit early. Yeah, I kind of follow that stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. And then uh, this the Sam we're going to get and possibly the Ecto-1. So our yard's going to look that ridiculous this Halloween. And Maybe that... I'll go a little less than not overboard this year. Beautiful. What? You are? Yeah, I'll try. Do well, you... the kid will like it. Have you done so anything for Halloween it. ever? Uh, recently, no. Because it's yeah. just nearly impossible just to... I love decorating for Halloween. It's Oh, no. I used to do it all... I, I would go all out. We do some cobwebs and you know pumpkins and maybe I'll get a uh, get a few little things for the, the kids to play with. Yeah, Halloween. Uh, as, as a kid, my mom would uh, decorate a lot. She liked the holiday a lot. But then people look at me weird when they show up for Thanksgiving and there's like a plastic witch in my yard. <laughs> it's I, a pilgrim. Yeah. Well. You're right. There, there you go. Just put a little piece of white gaff around the hat, and you're fine. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we decorate inside for Christmas, and last year, Enchantress lamented that we didn't have time to decorate outside. So, while she was bowling one night, she bowls in a league, I went and I Clark Griswold the house as much as I could. It wasn't crazy. I put put the big, like like probably soon to be illegal incandescent bulb lights around mm-hmm. the garage and then i put you know a, a few things here or there but it, it wasn't nuts we might go a little further this year and get some more stuff for christmas but halloween is definitely the the, the holiday we like to decorate for the most um, do you have a plastic santa in his reindeer <laughs> that i could kick when i'm pissed off there's nothing. There's nothing, nothing more, more therapeutic than watching yeah. that scene. Yeah. It's fucking punted across the lawn. <laughs> Breaking your antlers off, just yeah. Uh... I bought my dad uh, for his birthday last year. Uh, he had a blow mold uh, witch from like we bought it at Kmart. And we were in here. It was him and me in his Bronco, and we bought it. And we knew my mom would hate it because she hated the blow mold stuff. Mm-hmm. But we bought it anyway. It was like our it was like our secret thing. So I found one like in the box still. I bought him off eBay last year because to replace oh, it. Oh, yeah. sweet. He actually puts it up in his office every year. You have to go up and look at it. Hmm. Um. But uh, yeah, I don't even know how the hell we got here. <laughs> what are we talking about? I have no idea. Got a blanked out. I gotta decorate my office. Yeah, I have tons of decorations. No, but I got some new signage for it. What, what do you mean? 
uh, from our dear, dear friend. Oh. Our dear, Gordon Shumway sent me a sign. Yes, he is a fucking sweet man. He made me... I got to put my uh, uh, Pee-wee's Playhouse one. He, he made me the sign, Pee-wee's Playhouse, and then he was working on yours, and he, him, he was consulting me on it. You know, I don't know why he was consulting me on woodworking, mainly design, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because I don't know how to work wood whatsoever. <laughs> and I was blown away because and he sent me the initial this what man he called failures can of his work previous work. And I, wood. I, I, I can't say enough. Like, thank you enough. It is gorgeous. Awesome. The, the amount of effort and detail and you could tell like the thought that went into it. I sincerely, it is, for someone that would love to be able to do this, and I appreciates it, and I just, I, it truly is a work of art. And it's awesome. And it, so it's, it's a, it says, I'm going to post it. I was waiting for this show, so I'll wait till this show gets posted, and then I'll throw it up. Um, but it says, Squeezer and the Squeezettes, and it's Alvin and two Chipettes, uh, on the, uh. Representing you and your two daughters, uh, me and the girls. Yeah. Uh, it's it's awesome, and everyone. Uh, we, I had uh, uh, usually everyone goes into your office, you know, to see all the cool stuff that you have, and then annoy you. Um, no, they were coming into mine to check this out and yeah. then annoy me. So, um, so I, I so I might hang it up in your office <laughs> just because of that. No. Um, I want to know. Balls are kind of therapeutic in that sense. One thing I want to know, Squeezer, is um, is your one Squeezette going to get mad that he left off the two other Squeezettes I learned about tonight? Her sister. um, Oh yeah, she has two sisters. Her other, other than the other actual Squeezette sister, yeah, her um, apparently. uh, I can't remember the fucking names. The one from Toy Story. I don't know their names. Oh, yeah. Jesse and Elsa Jessie are her two Elsa, sisters. Yeah. So, yes. Does she the... have dolls representing them? Or does she just um, think in life that they exist as well, her She sister? has like seven Elsa dolls. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have a, we I don't think have I a bought Jessie. her one, didn't I? Yes, you did. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, we got that for Christmas last year. We and then, um, But we watched about the Toy Story 2 roughly um, three to four times a day, followed by... The occasional Toy Story three when she just kind of wants to punch you in the heart, you know. Ah, oh, Squeezer, I can feel the I'm money sorry, you leaving never, your pocket, you never, you know. and it's just it's mm-hmm. floating through the atmosphere, like against Dorian. What's what's the storm right now down there? Uh, yeah, I, I think that's it. Yeah, I don't know. All I know is that the money's the leaving your inland wearing blue jackets are getting blown over. Yeah, so. It's leaving your pocket against Dorian, just going right to Orlando. I think you should put a down payment on a uh, timeshare right now at uh, Disney. Uh, well, I'm going to wait until I want them to remember it. No, you got to go now. You got to take the mantra out. I can't go now. I'm, not, I'm not taking a newborn at Disney. Yeah, well, they got, like, your three-and-a-half-year-old wants to go now. I didn't go until I was six, so... She doesn't know it exists. I keep it from her. Like so many other great secrets. She's going to get an iPhone soon. She'll learn. <laughs> well, great. Then she can do the whole uh, 
uh, AR experience. Well, it, there's an AR experience in the park, so well, I don't. I don't know feel that like sure. standing in line for for four hours to do it. So I'm just assuming. Although I do want to go see Star Wars. I don't. Does that surprise you? No. I, I uh, just my wanna, thing is, I just I, I'm go gonna, back to, I'll be irritated by it, like the constant theme of it. I'm like, look, I'm all about immersion. Um, I'm not really. <laughs> but like, I'm like, I just can I just get a beer? Yeah. And can I have two beers? I prefer. Well, you can get that uh, blue and green milk with like liquors in it. I don't like liquor. Yeah, I I'm old now. I'm tired. I yeah. can't do that shit. Yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that. But also, like last year, we went to Universal's Halloween Horror Nights, and it was really cool. But it was super fucking crowded. And then this year, they go ahead and add fucking Ghostbusters. And one of my favorite parts last year was the Killer Clowns like street exhibit. And they made it a maze this year. So come fucking on, Universal. I don't have the time or money to keep coming down <laughs> and seeing this shit. Um, so, yeah, I fucking had a great time last year. I think it was... Uh, what fucking Halloween was it last year? It was one of my favorites. I mean, I like all the Halloweens, but it was like Halloween 5. Reversal Halloween... Horror Nights. What was last year? 2018? Uh, from January to December, yeah. Yes. So, how do I look up? Ah, here it is. Full lineup. So, it was Stranger Things. The first ever Stranger Things house, which was super fucking cool. They had, like, the upside down snow falling, like, the or fallout. There was a poltergeist house. Which was so cool. Very awesome. Uh, there was a Halloween 4 Return of Michael Myers house. That's what it was. I love that one. It was the first Halloween after, um, which is my favorite Halloween, 3 Season of the Witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, evil has returned in an all new house. So uh, then they did like a Blumhouse house, uh, which had Happy Death Day and the first Purge shit. Uh, they did a trick or treat, which is uh, Enchantress's favorite Halloween movie with Little Sam. Um, that's another reason we had to go. And uh, uh, then there was like other like non um, uh, themed, non non IP houses that were just scary shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then, did they have any of that? Or just they were just pleasant. What's that? No, no, nothing. Do they have any? Just, just somewhere pleasant to go. No, it's all. It's just. It's not that scary, Squeezer. I walk out my door every day, and it's terrifying. So then they had like scare zones. So they had like Revenge of Chucky, and he was like operating. He was like like uh, making fun of you in the street. That was pretty cool. Then they had like a killer clown from outer space on the street, and they were like the actual costumes from the show. It was very fucking awesome. Uh, I think I talked about it last year, right? You did, yeah, yeah, no, you had a full recap, um, if I recall. I would just, I would just walk around just handing out uh, copies of pot- people's potential student loans and be like, "Here is your debt," and I just, you know. ah, so ah. this year, um, let me see, 
with this year at. So it's Stranger Things, uh, an updated Stranger Things house. It's an, oh, come on. They should have it based in a Pittsburgh steel mill. Yeah, there you go. Or Bethlehem steel mill, actually. So I'm Stranger Things, that one episode that uh, Us, I didn't, which I haven't seen yet, the Jordan Peele movie, Universal Monsters. Oh, oh fucking... I, thought you, I thought you meant like, this is us. No, like a... no that, that's scary, I guess, according to you. It's... We're all just going to cry now. Um, it's just a room full of crockpots. So, and Ghostbusters is part of it, too. Sweet. Yeah, it's based on the 84 film. And that, and apparently there's, like, the library with the cards flipping out. Sedgwick Hotel. There's, like, a Slimer. So, you know, I would love to go down and see this, but... What's stopping you? Well, we're going to Europe. And... Let me give you the exact... In four, in, in exactly... Two weeks we're leaving Europe, and then, okay. and then, and then two weeks after we land back in Allentown, we're going to Chicago because she's running the Chicago Marathon, Enchantress. That is, she's... um, you know, you could just there's a Europe in Orlando, right? <laughs> oh yeah, we just go to fucking what's it called? Epcot. Epcot. Yeah, we go to Epcot. Yeah, that's what... and then you're right there. And you're right there. Yeah, Foxing. You're just gonna drink anyway. I mean, that's I'm just gonna drink anywhere I go. Yeah. So the mazes are Stranger Things, um, Us, Universal Monsters, Ghostbusters, and Killer Clowns from Outer Space is now a maze. It's not a fucking just like a scare zone. And then House of a Thousand Corpses, uh, which I hated that movie. Um, it was so fucking gross, but. You know, you would not like it at all, House of the Thousand Corpses. But then uh, there's like a whole Rob Zombie Hellbelly Deluxe scare uh, zone. I saw that. Yeah. I saw House of a Thousand Corpses. Did you like it? You're, I didn't like it. You're I was a scaredy right cat. And you didn't, you like, you saw House of a Thousand Corpses? Yeah. Hmm. It's fine. It does nothing for me. So then there's a Zombie Land scare zone, a Rob Zombie. For some Zomb- reason, gore doesn't appeal to me. Yeah, me neither. I hate like the. The saws and the I I can't I can't do the torture horror and uh, the the hostels. Yeah, 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 that's not my thing. I already I already think of that stuff in my head. I don't need to see it permanently visualized. But there's one thing called an arcade. It's a sinister '80s inspired arcade has taken over the avenue of the stars, and you only get one life. Once I you want scream, that. it's game over. So it's fun, and there's also like Moe's Bar down there because all the Simpsons shits there. Mm. So it's pretty fun. I think you would like it. They do like a. They should do like a just a Treehouse of Horror one. They might have in the past. I didn't even know about uh-huh. Enchantress has done this in L.A. for like years. Uh, and I've never, um, you know, I never done. It's actually running now. It starts tomorrow, September sixth. That's when. Halloween. Like so, if if I didn't have to I, work I get this that. weekend, as much as I want to be like, no, it should be during Halloween. It take it costs a lot of money to do this stuff, so you want to kind of milk it as long as you can. Yeah, I mean that's it's this it's the season. Like if you go into a store, you're gonna see Halloween shit everywhere. So you know we're in the season is what they call it. You can't just you know you you don't go to Christmas shit on Christmas only. No, 
you start doing it in November. So we've been talking about that when we were working at it. They walked by uh, uh, Ice Palace. Uh, Ice, Ice City. Palace? Ice City. Ice City. Yeah. Because yeah. who doesn't want to see pools with dolphins floating in them? Yeah, but also other shit. There was other shit. Well, yeah, there was other shit. But uh, again, trying to figure out why we went down there. No, we, sure we would was go, a drug meal. We would go for Christmas because there was a whole Christmas thing. It was like a oh yeah, it was like you know how like the place. Macy's would do their thing. This place yeah. was like a pool pool supply backyard sales place, and they would just go all out. Yeah, but throughout the year, there you would just go there, and as a kid, there's just a bunch of above ground pools with dolphins floating in them, like and it was the, the most dolphins, amazing thing. The dolphins that had like the weights at the bottom, so they'd bob yeah, so up, they'd right? Yeah, they stick up. Yeah, like a, like one of those little boxing guys. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, like a bopper, and it's they like they like stick up in the pool. And as a kid, that's just the most amazing thing ever. Yeah, and yeah. also I'm pretty sure the smell of chlorine was enough to overload your little senses, and you got yeah, a pretty good think, buzz. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah, that was like a that was um, a euphoric scent as a as a kid. Now it's just gross, but as a kid, oh, you think, I, I still. Uh, yeah, I mean you get you get a little sense of it now, but you know not as much as you did as when you were when you were. Now it's just that is a chemical. I know that's bad for me. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, okay, so we are talking about uh, fun with learning. That's our topic. Woohoo! So basically, uh, things we had as a kid that we had fun with that were meant to teach you to learn against our best wishes and will. Yeah, I just kind of pick stuff from school, and then I end up with two TV shows, even though I wanted to stay away from it, but the one was the whole reason I even thought of it to begin with, and then the other one I love so dearly I couldn't not talk about it, so. I, I've got a TV show, and I've got a bunch of, like, magazines and books, and mm -hmm. then one other thing, but, yeah, it was kind of, like, there, I had actually more than five picks for this that I had to whittle down. I had a very long list, yeah. Damn. So this was this this is something we're gonna. We'll see if it doesn't bomb. Maybe it'll be a part two. Yeah, we'll ring it out over the. I'm, I don't know how I'm gonna like put it in the. If I put fun with learning, are people gonna be like, what the fuck are they talking about? Like when you told me, I got it. So that's why I think I'm just gonna make it the the title. Okay. Yeah. My my initial. I'll get halfway through. It's like is I even I even referred to an expert on this. I'll bring him up later. Um, but yeah, I don't even, I can burn my entire pick, uh, down the road. So I'll just, you know, I'll keep my mouth right, shut for I'll now. Keep your mouth shut. Shut up. I'm going first. And my first pick was my most excited pick. Exci I was most excited about. <laughs> So that, I can't work on audio board. Fun with learning. Mm. Learn how to do your, your board, Ryan. So that was the theme song from the Letter People. Let, oh God, I can't talk. The Letter People Show. Now, I see this was successful. Yeah, it didn't really help out a lot. So when I was in kindergarten at Catholic... Kin God. I cannot speak. When I was in kindergarten at... Kindergarten... I can't say kindergarten. <laughs> when I was in kindergarten in Catholic school, we were taught the alphabet with 
uh, the letter people. Now, granted, you might say, I learned the alphabet before I went to Catholic school or kindergarten. Well, la ti da fancy prance. Not me. Did you? Uh, yeah. I went to preschool. Yeah, but you didn't like, learn to read in fucking preschool. Don't give me that bullshit. No, but I did. We did letters. Remember, I I talked about how it was even on my short list, um, and it was the daycare, the preschool underneath the Catholic church down the street from us. That's where they did it, and they'd give you those papers with the letters, like the solid letter, and then the hash letter, and then you'd have to write the letter after it. And I got in trouble because in my mind I could save time and just kind of trace the dark letter. And not actually write it because that saved time. And I was like, "Ooh, I'm was gonna that get away with this one." Saint Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Saint E's. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I was in the basement of Saint Francis at school, learning the letter people. So what they do is we would be in the one classroom, and then we go in the other classroom, and we'd watch an episode of the or we. What was it? So someone would have to go find him, and it was there was like a puzzle based on that letter. And they'd have inflatable letter people. We, they had 26 inflatable letter people. How and big were these inflatable letter people? They were probably about our size. They were like two feet maybe. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, yeah, they were pretty big. And um, we'd go find them. And then we'd watch an episode of The Letter People. And The Letter People was on PBS. So that was a theme song we just watched, and it was like a puppet, like a Muppet type guy of that character we just found. And mm-hmm. um, there was like Miss Mr. M, uh, you know, uh, and he would be like uh, munching mouth. You know what I mean? Oh, gotcha. So Mr. L would she would be Mr. L would be or lemon lollipops. Uh, Miss I would be Incredible Inventor, Itchy Itch. And uh, Mr. H was my favorite, Horrible Hair. That was the one I got to find. Oh, like, they'd, they'd let a kid go find one every day that we'd learn. So you go try and like scout. Oh, them. I see these things. Okay. Yeah. Do you see the inflatable I, ones? I, I see the inflatables. Yeah, this is, this is, a new, this is something new to me. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, it was... I knew of the letter people. They just, they never really entered my life. Yeah. Uh, it's cause it, it probably, cause it aired on PBS along with like, like in between like three, two, one contact and Mr. Rogers and, and mm-hmm. all those shows. But so like, I'd be so excited if I was homesick, I'd get to watch the letter people at home. And like, it's only like a uh-huh, 15 minute show. You. Yeah, I know. Right. And and they'd run PBS used to run these slates before shows were, were like counting down like next you know like a scallop type thing, mm-hmm. and you'd sit there and wait. Oh, did I miss the letter people? And I never knew what time it aired, but I was always so, so excited for the letter people. Um, and then my one friend's grandmother had the uh, the record of the letter people uh, with all the twenty six songs from the show and oh, the theme shit. song. Yeah, so we when we go over there, we'd listen to that. That's like a, a song per letter. You're very good. Very good. Huh? Yeah, but the letter people inflatables, like you're, there's some that are like they revamped them in '96, so you got to look for the originals because those are the ones we had. Hmm. What was Q? Q was. 
Hold on, I'll find it. Q. Oh, you're cheating. Yeah. I thought you were not top. No, fuck no. Q is quiet. <laughs> oh. Oh, I see that. I'm yeah. looking. I'm looking. I know at Mr. The... T was tall teeth. I knew Mr. H was horrible hair. I knew Mr. F was funny feet. I knew, uh, you know, I knew some of them, but I didn't know. Oh, all. I get it, because his feet are funny. Yeah. So, yeah, you could go watch all of these on YouTube, uh, the Letter People shows. Um, it, they, I, started, I think they started making them in the 60s or 70s. And uh, they, like, they're very, they have a very 70 feel. Like, mm -hmm. um, sit in Nancy Croft type feel to them yeah yeah everyone was on drugs back then so yeah they, they definitely have a little bit of a, a trippiness to uh also anytime when you don't have when you have a a puppet that's not a muppet um there's a sense of surrealism that comes with it yeah it, it's just it just feels weird it, it feels I don't want to say dated because that sound that comes off as like a negative connotation, but like you know, like Cookie Monster is timeless, whereas when when you have puppets that are not Muppets, they you know they tend to they definitely have that acid like uh, yeah. connotation yeah. to them. So um, it was produced just like Mr. Rogers by a a. Sin, a, 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 a um, Oh, I'm about to sneeze. Hold on. And good zone tight. No. No. That was a lot. Did he one just more. pot it down? Yeah. One more. Ah, uh. oh, boy. Ah, oh, sorry. So, like Mr. Rogers was produced by the PBS member station in Pittsburgh. This was produced by KETC in St. Louis. And then it aired on all the uh, PBS stations. Oh, I was in the St. Louis PBS. Oh. Yeah. The home of the letter people. Yes. home. I was at the home. Of, I mean, it was all fancy and high tech and shit like that. I think they were one of the first PBSs to get like a facelift back in the late 90s, early 2000s. Um, that, that was honestly the highlight of my... Uh, trip to st louis i'm sorry if you're from st louis but uh other than that and and getting served underage those are my two highlights from my time being there well you know and your art your arch is great <laughs> if not feeling like a death trap when you go up inside apparently there was also the number people created in 1977 and they're the numerical friends or cousins to letter people but I don't think it really took off the way the letter oh. people did. Yeah, letter people. I, I like I said, I, I remember them for sure. You, I just you didn't have to go find them in kindergarten like we did. No, no. This is you. You opened up a whole new world to me. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's go to your first. We're staying with PBS. It looks like. Oh yeah! Hell yeah! <laughs>
two, one. Contact. Uh, I was air drumming to that. It yeah. just makes you want to mainline science. <laughs> yeah, I love three, two, one. Contact. I uh, I got the I got the magazine too. Did you really? Uh-huh. Um, jelly. Um, for, for some reason, I I feel like there was other magazines. Um, that were like a younger version. Mm-hmm. And an older version of Three Two One Contact magazine. I never got the magazine. Hmm. I'm sure I read it in a doctor's office somewhere. All right, tell us more about 321 Contact. Okay, I look so uh, other than just being completely badass, um, yeah, 321 Contact, so it, it was a, a PBS show. It was produced by the uh, Children's uh, Television Network uh, or Ch- Children's Television Workshop, same people that you now know it as the Sesame uh, mm-hmm. Workshop, uh, same people that made Sesame Street. Uh, and they, they got the idea from a similar show that took place in uh, Australia. And they had two hosts, and there were these two older guys that would be, hey, let's learn about science, Barbie that was on the Barbie. pretty bad. Can I do it? Yeah, please. I am a little congested. I apologize. Good eye, mates. Tonight we're going to learn about science. Like crocodiles and dingoes and wall- wallabies and knives. And if you think that's a knife, now that's a knife. Thank Rocky. you. <laughs> Welcome. You, uh, you got to play to my strength squeezer. You call yeah, me. Uh, yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not gonna even bother trying to do impressions. Uh. Except I can. I can do a bad very... impression squeezer. Bad impressions. I... No, that was great. <laughs> you barely like. I can see your fucking <laughs> condescending lie from over the microphone. I can. I can do the. I can do the impression of being condescending. Is that yeah, an impression? Right. Don't patronize me. Are you fucking patronizing me? Uh, like, you mean like I go to your store and buy things? No. Stop it. Uh, and they're like, hey, we want to bring this show to America because that's what we do in America. We steal other people's shows. And make Um, them better. And make them better. And we did. So they're like, look, this isn't going to work. Kids aren't going to want to watch two old guys. Kids don't like knowing things. (laughs) Um, old for us back then. Now they're probably younger than we are. Um, so they decided we're going to take the same concept and throw some kids at it. So they initially started with some college kids, uh, and then they added some younger kids in to go with it, um, to do like a little back and forth. And it's kind of like, it's not just a science show. It's, it's not just, they're not lecturing you. It's, and, and it's not about you don't necessarily learn by just listening to them tell you the information. Okay, you learn by watching them do it, and you kind of live vicariously through this. And it, it's not so much even about the learning the the subject matter; it's about getting you interested in it. Right. Yeah. And which what this show did. Well, that's and what that's I, what everything I think we're talking about today was. It's it's uh, goal was. Yeah. The goal, but I mean, some of my goals failed, uh, failed miserably. Um, would you? Oh, Jesus! I was terrified by that first. 
You're sending me mic techniques on a dead guy? No, 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 no. It's 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 I know that. Yeah. <laughs> At the time I'm like They they hit the lavalier in a fucking uh a, a heart lead. Brilliant. That's brilliant, yeah. Uh anywho. Where was I going with this? Yeah, it's all it's it's about inspiration, is what these shows are about. And it it's a, a show where you can experience these adventures, these little like, cause you think about it, every little thing is like, this is really cool. I want to do this. I want to go on this trip. I want to do this study. I want to do this experiment. And you get to do it because seeing kids do it, it's different. Like you want to emulate that. And that's what really I was all about with this show, um, was trying to emulate what they did. I wanted to do these experiments. Uh, and and they didn't talk down to you like you were like a peer. Mm-hmm. It wasn't you didn't you didn't feel lectured to. Uh, and it was just and it was like fast paced. They they had it. It was clipped off right where it's like the segments were the right amount of time. Probably way too long for this day and age, but still, um, yeah, it kept your attention. And occasionally, you know, they throw in a song and dance number, you know, a little animated thing or something like that. Uh, it ran, so it, it, initially, it ran in 80 uh, for a bit. And then in uh, 83, it picked back up. Uh, and then went for another uh, five seasons, seven. There were a total of seven seasons. Okay. Uh, there's three seams. Three seams? Three theme songs almost got up, caught up there too there's the first one the one you heard was the second speaking one is hard was the one from like what's that speaking is hard Spe- well fortunately we're doing a show on learning maybe we can learn how to talk while doing a podcast we'll yeah, get there we'll get there one day um and uh the theme song that ran from like 83 to 87 or 86 i think that was the money one that's the one i played and then they had one in like the last season they really picked it up and it got kind of crazy i remember the one you played three two one contact yeah uh i i just got the best part about it was i i visual i remember being there third grade the first time that they put this on like they turn the lights off they roll on the tv on that precariously tilted cart yep um and throw that tape in you're worrying about the tensile strength of said cart oh yeah like i don't want to sit in the first three rows man but i'd Um, love to be in the fourth (laughs) (laughs) and it's like and they were like old giant tube crt tvs that you can see from every angle sure it's not like it was some goofy plasma that they had to tilt for one person that was three feet away and at at seventy four degrees off center. Like, just, it made no sense. And eventually they started like ratchet strapping them down. Maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. No. Did they for you? No. They well, had it was Catholic down. school. They can't afford a ratchet strap. Uh, funny story. There was actually a uh, dear friend of the show. Uh, Kevin and Matt, uh, Matt, I, dear Matt bought one of our, uh, Ninja Turtle pins. Oh. Wait, does yes. he live in, uh, Slatington? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I said what? He, he decided it would be a good idea to follow your advice as being in the show and go to San Diego in a couple months. Oh, he's moving? Yeah. 
Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna I'm I'm gonna use him as a sticker mule, and we're gonna ship a boatload of stickers to Southern California. Well, Mr. Squeezer, we are currently almost out of stickers, so you should have let oh, me. Oh, I, I I still have a whole bunch that you gave me previously. Ah, okay, I just let me know, and I'll buy more. But I just gave out tons with the turtle pins. Mm-hmm. I didn't think we'd ever. I, I've given out maybe thirty five hundred stickers. Damn. Yeah. That's a lot of stickers. A lot of stickers. Uh, but that's not enough. We need millions. What are we talking about? Ratchet straps on TVs? And your friend bought a... I don't know why you're, you brought up your friend who bought a pin, but... But yes, you can buy oh, your be, own. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me get out of here before I forget about it. Okay. It involves a TV on a stand falling on a nun in a Catholic school. Sweet boy, allow and me. Just sitting there and laughing. Allow me to sell pins. We have about sixty of these Ninja Turtle pins left, and they will be gone forever. They're limited edition, and they will ship immediately after you buy. People are already getting them, and they are pretty cool. They will never be made again by me, at least. Uh, they might be seized from the re- the rest of the stock might be seized for me by Hostess and Ninja Turtles Nickelodeon any day now. So. Buy them now while you still get a chance. They are Ninja Turtle Pudding Pie pins, and they are pretty freaking rad. You can go to radyears.com for $10. If you live in the 50 states of the United States of America, you will get that shipped to you for only $10. Plus, plus, if you're, I think, 20 more people who order it, will get a free Rad Years patch featuring me and you embroidered into said patch. Velcro patch. Plus, I throw some of those cool stickers that I have left that I've already parceled out to send to pin orders. Uh, we are down to our last 10 free sets of pins. So 10 more people want to do the, fi- the the steps, the five steps. You'll get your free pins. Um, we're almost out of T-shirts. If you're a small or a medium, we've got a shirt for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So uh, there's a new run of shirts coming. Um, they'll be coming soon. So, in the meantime, our friend Jimmy, uh, I love Jimmy. He he wants to buy one for his son to make him wear. I'm like, I let me think about that. I don't know if that's. I don't want a kid to get beat up over us. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who's those two? Who are those two raccoon douchebags on your shirt? Yeah, but I I think I think he's pretty. Gavin's could probably beat me and you up. So. As an 11-year-old. So I think he's all right. Bring it on, kid. I don't want him to have to beat anyone up for trying to beat him up for wearing our shirt. Is basically what I'm saying. That's a good point. So, um... But I don't think anyone's going to be like, Hey, it's a podcast about these two old guys that talk about shit when they were kids. And then, yeah, okay. And then he's you just said you fun. don't want him to get beat up, and then you said I don't think he's gonna beat up. Now, now you think he's gonna get beat? Make up your mind, Mister Squeezer. Yeah, he's gonna get beat. He's up. He's gonna get beat don't up. Well, he's, they're gonna well, attempt it, and then he's gonna break their neck, and then it's a whole thing. Friend Jimmy's gonna have to go and say, well, you know, they had it coming. They had. Yeah. It. Oh, but then then we get called in to testify, and our brand blows up. Oh well, all right. Just okay. like OJ. Um, maybe, uh, 
maybe that's uh, what we need. Uh, should we move on to my next pick, or you have more I, to say about three? Did you say anything about three two one contact yet? Oh yeah, no, I rambled on about how amazing it absolutely is and how inspiring I found it. Yeah, I got the magazine, um, and I feel like there was a magazine like I don't know. Before I got three two one contact, I got this magazine. My next pick. For over 70 years, only one magazine has shaped, challenged, and inspired generations of children. And nobody has gone behind the cover of Highlights Magazine until now. June 2016 is our 70th birthday at Highlights. Wow. Do you know what the world was like in 1946? Black and white. <laughs> <laughs> Highlights started with my grandparents. Four years into it, they were totally out of money. At that point, my father rolled out this program to put highlights into doctors and dentist offices. That really made highlights take off. Every issue is a journey. Each feature contains a million tiny decisions. So you remember highlights for children's squeezer. Everyone does, right? Mm-hmm. If you didn't get it, you read it just like the trailer said in a doctor's office or a dentist's office. This trailer was from a movie made about highlights from about three years ago. Um, I got highlights. I got Goose and Gallant. Uh, I got the the Timber Toes. Remember that comic? Uh, hmm. This was I don't know if I remember that. Timber Toes comic in every show. There was jokes, riddles. Your own pages, what's wrong, which is find out what's wrong. Mm -hmm. Oh, those cover. are my favorite. Crafts, brain play, contests, deer highlights, puzzles, short stories, poems, your best self, the bear family, which is a cartoon created by Gary Cleveland Myers that focused on a family of bears, father, mother, daughter, woozy, poozy, and pity with the two sons. And uh, they learned what, everything. What kind of bears? I think uh, northern black bears. Did they take on human features? They were uh, anthro uh, an anthropomorphic, anthropomorph, anthropomorph. No, I can't do it. I really hope it's not a bit. One way or the other, either I'm, folks, I'm reading he hasn't the let me, right If now. it's a bit, he hasn't let me in on it. <laughs> anthropomorphic. There you go. Anthropomorphic. I see every time I try and say you it. You did it. You just said it. You did it once. You did it on the learning show. That's what matters. <laughs> I was reading it. Anthro, anthro. I want to say momorphic. I, I read ahead. Uh, yeah. Anthropomorphic. Yes. They were anthrom anthro <laughs> anthrom <laughs> anthropomorphic bears. Uh. Fuck you, everybody. <laughs> I'm the one that set you up for it. <laughs> Everyone who's laughing at home can go fuck themselves. <laughs> sorry. Sorry I lashed out, guys. I love you all. I didn't mean to lash out. But yeah, Highlights was always the highlight of my month. Getting, I love that book. Yeah, I never actually got it. I was like, su surprising it was... for how cheap my parents were. Like My mom actually got me highlights and she got me um three two one contact and at one point wwf the magazine 
but getting mail as a kid, there was nothing more important. Like oh, nothing... you felt like a real. It person. was like the biggest, coolest thing. You got like a thing, like magazines. It's a kids back then where everything like and you the, you'd pour over every fucking minutia. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you'd pour over everything next to reading it, and then when you were absolutely fully bored, you'd read the articles. <laughs> but you'd pour over all the minutia of everything, and then then mid, read the articles came last. But that's how uh, yeah, that's how magazines were for me as a kid, at least. So yeah, I I I would then like cut up the magazine and uh I, god these magazines looked like they were through a war by the time i was done with them yeah because i would read it like a like you would read a, a usa today like you don't actually read the words you look at the you charts at, like, and the pictures you look at the polls and the right. the, uh, the pie graphs yeah the misconstrued data that they would feed you <laughs> like um usa today was like they said that they take the news that people can't digest and digest it for you. And I was like, maybe that's what highlights was. Hmm. Taking learning that you can't digest and digest it for you. So it's like it's like a mama bird taking the information and chewing it up and then spinning it back into your baby bird mouth. That's that's a good way to look at it. Yeah, that was highlights for kids. All right. I think I. I would just I would treat it as like a coloring book. <laughs> well, there were coloring pages, I think, because back then the pages were printed on like a new stock, so it was easy to color. It wasn't like a glossy magazine stock. Yeah. From what I um, recall. Yeah, right? one of the little squeezette. She used to get them uh, from her aunt. She would get them in the mail all the time. Oh, she they would still love make them. The the little kid ones. So they were like heavily laminated so they could like drool and eat them and oh. it'd still be fine they had it, they had them for various ages i like i would love to go back and find like like for me and this and see i want to see if you agree like I, mm-hmm. when i'm learning listening to something to wrestle with with uh bruce pritchard is that like the time that i was in the wrestling was much shorter than it felt like. Like the golden era, hmm. the golden era. Gotcha. So like the time I was reading WWF magazine was probably only like three years compared to what seemed like maybe six or not even three years. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you also take into consideration the current time. So like three years back then, that's a third of your life. Right. So time felt much longer back then. So why I might have mm-hmm. been into something for a, a, like not even a year, it felt like I was into it forever. Like now, like when I'm thinking back on it, I'm like, oh, I was in that forever, but it was only a year. I'm like, what? That's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like I blink and a year goes by anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Summer's over. Summer's fucking over. Summer used to last forever. Now kids are back in school. Dun, now dun, now dun, it's dun, hot dun, and humid, dun, and I want kids to go back in the school. <laughs> I used to hate when school went back because our um, office was in the center city, and the, that meant school buses. But now that we're mm-hmm. in an industrial park, like it, with a highway attached to it, like I, yep. don't, I don't give a fuck. I don't see buses. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you doing over there? 
I'm picking up my mic and put my mic on the mic stand and putting it down. Oh. It's annoying. I'm bringing it closer to my face so you're more intimate with me. Oh, that's better now. Mm. Yeah. Hello. I'm right up on the shit now. So, um, I think I'm going to become a uh, online serial arms dealer. <laughs> I posted like that huge wall of fucking monster cereal yesterday. Mm-hmm. And between that and the spooky cereal that we get, we're 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 lucky. This shit isn't anywhere else like yet, like in the big cities. So, hmm. people like, well, we are that that hub. Yeah. I'm hooking a few friends up, and it's not going to become a thing, all right? There's a few friends who who are sliding me some bills, and I'm hooking up with some cereal. Um, not 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 for profit. I'm just I'm just doing it, but I, I don't have time to do my entire Radiers community. But I will help you find it in your area if you ask, because I'm good at doing that kind of shit. I'll call stores. I don't care. You know me. I have no shame when it comes to that. No. So hit me up, be like, hey, RK, on Instagram, be like, I can't find a cereal. Find it for me. And I'll I'll call a few stores if I have time. I need the, like a really fast uh, Micro Machine Guy disclaimer saying, and in no way, shape, or form does Ryan guarantee he will ever call or help you find this or send you. I think people assume that that's the case. Oh, well, I would hope so. But yeah. Uh, how did we get there? I have no idea. Yeah. We should just move on to your next pick. Here we go. Wait, are we only on your second pick? Yep. Good God. Behold gravity in all its glory. Pretty lame, Millhouse. Can I touch it? I've worked too long and hard on this for you to screw it up now. But it's got my name on it. Just stand over there. Over there. Over there. <laughs> uh, the first of multiple Simpson clips to be aired today because that just... I've got one, too. Makes it easy. Yeah. Um, they cover so much ground. Yeah, they just cover so much. Uh, science fairs. Did you participate in a science fair at your young age? Nope. Really? I never did oh, anything. Right. You, guys, you didn't. You went to Catholic school. You didn't believe in science. <laughs> right. Anyway, I participated in evolution fairs. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus fairs. If you went to a publicly funded, uh, government funded public school, I believe it was seventh grade. We had our big one. We had little ones like per classroom, but like then there was the big one where you would take over the cafeteria and you would go there after school at night, and you would present. And everyone, you'd walk around and check everything out, and everyone had their trifold diorama thing built up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then you check out everyone's uh, shitty volcano. Yeah, I didn't do a shitty volcano though. I did a periscope. I think it's a matter of uh, periscopes are cool. We did, I did we did those from I think like a highlights or a three two one contact, uh, but. Listen, what I'm not trying to like portray. Yeah, it's funny to believe that nowadays they might do a um, evolution fair, but literally we were taught. Uh, I'm sorry, a, a creation fair. We were taught evolution and science in Catholic school because back then they had to follow some guideline. I guess I don't know. 
So we were taught that, and there were science fairs. My parents just didn't want to leave the house, so we didn't participate <laughs> in any extracurricular shit. My parents didn't want to leave the house or socialize with anyone else's parents, so. I get that. Yeah. I mean, I, I, now at my age, yeah, I get it. I don't know why they didn't want to do it, but. The... I, I would love to go to a science fair now yeah. and shit over all the little kids' projects. No, yeah, we, we weren't allowed to, uh, you know, uh, participate in anything. Oh. We did bowling, and then I, I later did CYO basketball. Like, I could so see your Lisa. brother having a little, like, trifold board there with, like, a CB radio. Like, yeah, we, explaining how radios uh, work. Our science fair was at home. <laughs> That's had, a good point. We had those electric kits. We had soldering <laughs> irons, both when we were, like, 12 years old. I would have thought old. you guys would have do- dominated. Like, you, your dad could would have been, like, that like that that sports dad that that football right. soccer parent how to just... fix well that's where we we did that in the the what the fuck was it called the pinewood derby race mm-hmm. when we we would just they'd get our cars and they would be perfectly weighted with rtv <laughs> <laughs> like toxic oh, I silicone have, uh, i got one of my trophies i'm not, that that little that statue that i have that's in my office i have another statue i want to put i wasn't sure if it would be degrading to put next to it but I do have my first place Pinewood Derby trophy that I think deserves to be up there. Oh, we never placed. But we got the kit. It's pretty fancy. We get the kit, and then my I, the one car I remember making was the Ecto uh, Volkswagen Beetle that turned into a, uh, a pl- praying mantis. I don't know if it was like the Ecto-3 mm-hmm. or what. I made that, so I, they just kind of carved like... They just rounded the edges on, you know, it's like a brick, like a yellow block. Uh, I'm sorry, a block, a wood block. With yeah, a, well, it's, yeah, it's pine. With a, a notch. Hence pine yeah, wood pine derby. Wood, with a notch carved in the top, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it had a bit of a notch. You had, it was on you what to do with it. Right. So my own, we took it to my uncle's shop and he would take his router, I guess, and like round the edges. Mm-hmm. And that's as far as we went. We put the we'd RDV the wheels in, <laughs> and then you have to weigh it right. You know, I uh, what did you I use have... graphite for? By the way, I fre- my dad. You wrote... used a graphite on the wheels. Oh yeah, to, right. To lubricate because you would use nails for your axles, and you would lubricate the nails, and they were plastic wheels. Right. So we cut down on the friction. We'd have the little tubes of graphite, and then we would take the weights. Like they they looked like little xylophones, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we take the weights and put them in the middle on RTV that shit in the middle, and I had ghost two no ghost stickers on each side of it. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, but I yeah, have, that's as far as we I'll, got. I'll, I'll show you some of mine. Yeah, we went all out. Yeah, we would router out the bottom and in be- some because you know you just put like the weights on top or whatever, but you want that lower center of gravity, so we would router out the bottom and, and then yeah, that's move what we, our my, weights. We went, my yeah. uncle owned a construction company, so we went to his shop. The one I showed you, CM Wells. Yep. So yep. we went there, and he'd router out the bottom and, and curve out the ends for us. Mm-hmm. We, for some reason, we still never won. Uh, my one year... My dad Yeah, ran. we were just running through the bandsaw and do a couple different designs. My wedge was probably my best... The wedge was always the best design. My dad ran a whole computerized uh, scoring and placing system off a of Commodore 64. Oh, sick. Yeah, that, that ran on TVs that people could look at. Nice. Yeah, that's how fucking nerdy we were. 
Yeah. He did that even after yeah, I got he... booted out. He still would go. <laughs> Chris was still. Yeah. My brother was still in the fucking oh, show. I could imagine. Yeah, You guys didn't attend science fairs or compete. No. Wow. Yeah, my Periscope was kind of cool. Like, at the time, like, I thought it was cool, and then I'm there, I'm like, oh, everyone else has, like, shit that does stuff, and mine's lame. But mine, like, I had it built, like I was saying about the trifold. Like, I had it set up that you can look above the whole science fair by looking right into it. Oh. Yeah, so it was kind of cool. And then you had, like, the whole, you know, you have to do all the lame shit explaining how it works. Um, The highlight for me, though, was one other kid took a uh the pedal from a ghostbuster trap and attached it to uh a toilet seat so that it was like a air or pneumatic foot pedal operated toilet seat that when you push it it would um it wouldn't actually it wouldn't lift the lid there's not enough pressure there but it could close the lid oh yeah i guess it could no yeah I'm not sure what they were trying to prove, but I always, I still to this day, think it was the most amazing thing in my life. Yeah, that's, um, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I never won anything. I don't think I did. I don't know. I I just, I had a lot of fun of them, just wandering around, checking shit out. And now I kind of want to go to one, because now I'm like, I, I, I think you, you do school at the wrong time, especially college. You should definitely be older. Then you appreciate it more. Now I want to learn shit. But now I can't because I have to go to work. And also, they'd get kind of weirded out if you were at a kid's science fair by yourself. Just for... It's like, I just want to take in sights. I'm trying to learn, sir. Why are you putting out? The cuffs are very tight off, sir. <laughs> please stop. Oh, man. Uh, sidebar, did you see Chris Jericho won the AEW World Championship? I heard that. Did you see he Spoilers. lost it? No. Yeah, he went and got hammered at a Lone Star Steakhouse and left it in limo, and I guess the limo like lost it. So my favorite That's thing awesome. on Instagram is the Repo Man memes with the AEW bell. <laughs> McMahon's revenge. Uh, and then there's the memes for a little bit of the bubbly. I guess afterwards he went back and goes, a little bit of the bubbly, and someone did like remix Mambo Number no. 5 with a little bit of the bubbly. it's it's, people are just genius we're just we're just audience of of the yeah yeah just reiterate it um all right here's my third pick wow look at that great giraffe Children love animals, and they enjoy learning everything about them. That's why your children will love zoo books. Grandma, look at this. This exciting magazine for children will bring the most wonderful animals into your home. Animals that do the most amazing things. Your children will meet incredible new animals and read fascinating new facts about them. Hey, what are you reading, son? I just got my new zoo books in the mail today. Look. A camel's head has built-in sun visors to keep the bright sunlight out. That's better than sunglasses. Month after month, a brand new zoo book will arrive, packed with beautiful pictures that will encourage your children to read and learn. Fantastic new magazines with captivating animals, colorful pictures, and facts that even you may not know. Now, I stopped it on facts that even you might not know. 
that since this was from 1980 something, they might have refuted these facts by now, especially on the <laughs> dinosaurs one. Oh yeah, dinosaurs. yeah, I definitely had the dinosaur ones. Yeah. So uh, if you call today, you get those zoo book posters, the tiger poster. Ooh. Uh, our school library had these, and they were the most coveted microfiche or uh, what, what's what's it called? Sundries. Is it Sundries like the magazines and stuff? I call them magazines, but you there's can call a, them that. There's, there's a term. Don't fucking. They use it in Shawshank Redemption. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Let me refer to. Let me go talk to the research information specialist. <laughs> That's what they started calling our librarians. Oh, really? Yeah, it was a thing. It, and it was the RIC. It was the Research Information Center. It wasn't a library anymore. Oh, uh, no. We were always library. We had a nun, Sister Marie Juliana. No, Sister Marie Juliana was my second grade teacher who hated me because I wasn't nice like my brother. That narrows uh, There was a sister. I'm sure she was the only one. Yeah, well, there was a long line of teachers who, before Catholic... Once I got out of Catholic school, my teacher started liking me because, like, the public school teachers like a independent thinker, you know? Yeah, some of them. Some do. Nuns never do. <laughs> sister Anne's. No, no, that was the, the principal. There was a sister who was in charge, um, a nun who was in charge of our fucking library, and she was a mean old bitch, too. <laughs> <laughs> but we had the zoo books there, and they were coveted. You couldn't rent them out. You could only read them in the library. So... Hmm. People would fight over them zoo books. Them zoo books were the shit. I fucking loved reading zoo books. You'd see like the animals and they'd pull them apart and show the muscles and the skeletons and oh yeah, all that cool shit. No, I was always jealous. I wanted them. Yeah, I wanted zoo books so bad. And like I'd be like, Mom, it's 20 fucking bucks. You get 12 a year. And she's like, I don't have $20. Do you have $20? <laughs> If you have $20, you can call that number and use your credit card to get them. Oh, you don't have a credit card. What about a check, Ryan? You got a check? You don't have a checkbook, do you? I guess you're not getting fucking zoo books, are you? Yeah. <laughs> That's how my life went. <laughs> no, never getting zoo books. <clears throat> they advertised the shit out of these on Nickelodeon, too. That full two-minute commercial. Oh, yeah. It would go on forever. Would run. Call this number. Call today with your Visa or MasterCard or check a COD or get your one month, uh, one year of zoo books for only $19.95 and get rebuilt for the same 12 books year after year after year till you cancel any time. <laughs> <laughs> We're never making more zoo books. We have 12 zoo books. Every year you're going to get the same 12 zoo books. If you don't cancel, that's on your fucking ass. Zoo books. Camels. Dinosaurs. <laughs> Tiger pig. Dinosaurs. Tiger posters. Oh, God. I was always so jealous. I mean, that's all I wanted was... So, speaking of dinosaurs, this past weekend, uh, Enchantress and I, she did the labor pains, uh, which was... It, it's it's up in Mount Penn in Redding, and it's a five-mile like hike loop. So, it's it's treacherous. And you, you have 12 hours to do as many miles as you can. Enchantress did an uh, ultra marathon, which was 30.1 miles. Mm -hmm. I did two laps and one mile the, out and back to finish the ultra marathon with her. So it's 11 miles. That's what I did last year. And it's fun because... That, it, that, I mean, it's that, not, you're that, not, that's driving? No, you're hiking. 
You're not running. You would like it. I can hike that. Yeah, it's hiking 11 miles. But you're oh, hi- yeah. That's you're nice. hiking quick. It's not like a slow hike. You're hike- You're moving. Because, no, but, I like to look around and smell the roses. Yeah, I know, but uh, you know she's trying to keep a pace, and she beat her she beat her her time last year by a half hour, which is fantastic. She's that's great. Yeah, she's fucking amazing at that shit. But they run the laps before I I come in. Like the, I like I go there. We leave at five thirty. We get there. Uh, she runs, starts running. I go into I go in the back seat of my car and sleep for. <laughs> three hours and then i come out and i run the last two laps with her i will i don't run i'm sorry i walk the last two laps because she's basically <laughs> hiking at that point because it's a fucking hike and last year i told them the story of shawshank redemption as we hiked this year i did Jurassic park and i i sort of combined the book and the movie because i've read the book so many times and i started having last three nights i've had like not nightmares but like dreams kind of that of Jurassic that i'm in Jurassic park that's amazing. I know. Because I, I, I was like thinking so hard about it to make sure I had the story right and that I had like the continuity and everything right. Because I was mm-hmm. bouncing back between like the movie and the, and the book. But in the movie, they never tell you why the Triceratops is sick. It's a stego in the book. But it's, mm-hmm. it's because he's not eating the West or she's not eating the West Indian lilac. But when she's eating the rocks for her gallstones, uh, the gizzard stones. Gizzard stones. Yeah, yes. gallstones are bad. Gizzard stones. Gizzard they're, stones. They're taking in the West Indian lilac, and that's how they're getting it. And then they're, they're regurgitating the stones to help them like um, break up the plant matter, and that's how she discovers it. And um, also, I did the river scene, and and you know, I think I had them captivated. We didn't even get to finish it. Eleven miles. Like I was on. Like when they like Muldoon like grabs De Niro by the throne is like this is your fucking fault so you're gonna go in that hole and you're gonna count those dinosaurs to make sure we do our due diligence you know because he's kind of drunk mm-hmm. yeah I fucking love that book I'm gonna re- <laughs> we're rereading it because I love it so much uh but yeah zoo books awesome <laughs> uh I think it just it was the colors alone I think that did it yeah and the animals and the animals yeah Colorful animals. Colorful animals. Here's your next pick. Multiply the denominator and the whole number, then add the product to the numerator. The sum will be the new numerator. Repeat the process with the second compound fraction, then multiply the numerators and the denominators. Convert the product to a compound fraction. Go ahead, Brett. (laughs) Go ahead and what? Well, you should go ahead. We'll, okay, we're going to help you with this for the first one. Right. So, Tim, you do that. <laughs> Why not? All right, everybody. Let's this first problem. Multiply yeah. three and five eighths mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. six mm-hmm. and three nineteenths. What? Well, it said, it said, uh, multiply the denominator, and the denominator was what again? The bottom The bottom, bottom number, yeah. The bottom. This clip, you're just playing to prove that I am Tim the Toolman Taylor, right? <laughs> uh, I think we all are. Yeah, and I've... it made me appreciate this show even more. It's the little things, and I'll eventually get into what I'm talking about here, which is like base 10 blocks and using them for building and not actual math. Um, 
but the scene goes on and when he talks about the denominator and how it's a Schwarzenegger movie and it cuts to uh, Patricia Heaton and she laughs. You never saw that. Or if you do, it's rare. Like there always has to be there's the joke and then there's the straight person and only the audience can laugh. There was something spe- look look if I say something silly or stupid, Mrs. Squeezer's going to laugh. Or if she does it, I laugh. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of the times, you and I will be our stupid self, and they just roll their eyes and sigh. There's that, but, well, they at least they react. <laughs> Whereas there's so many sitcoms where you get the joke, and they play it straight. Right. Where if they roll their eyes, it's funny. If they laugh, it's funny. And just the cutaways, you could tell, like, they were laughing at the delivery of those lines in that show. Yeah. And they cut... That might have been that might have been a second camera where they were just kind of it wasn't the actual line that was, cut. But that was they, multicam that show. Well, it's multicam, but they you know they're probably isoing all the cameras where they could cut that in later. You know, if they didn't catch it, yeah, of her just laughing, yeah. and that's what I think really makes that show special is that the the naturalness of it, like it like. That is how a family acts. Well, I mean, you know my dad and. Like he's a tool, he's Tim the Toolman Taylor. Oh yeah, and I am Tim the Toolman Taylor now, and in, in my thirties, and I'm your Al Borland. You are you are very much my Al Borland, who does things right and and no sells my jokes. That's what I do. Uh, my bad jokes. Yeah, I am an idiot who can't do math or use tools right. I can't do math, but I've got charisma. And that, that's all you need. That's all you need. All you need. All you need is a blazer and a chair. Yeah. I would say uh, you're not only my Al, but you're also my Heidi. I was just going to say thank you. <laughs> it's all about you know, you're basing that off of measurements. No, I'm basing that off of just how helpful you are to me. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Thank you. What? So I carry things over and pose with them. <laughs> and you look good doing it. You're very handsome. Aw, shucks. Um, what the hell are mouth So based... Yeah, well... Al, Al sells a hell of a little giant ladder now. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah. Or at least he used to. I don't know if they still do. Yeah. I bought one. I bought the generic one because it does the same damn thing. Um, so base ten blocks. Do you remember what these are? No clue. Um, they're a part of math. I forgot. Hang on, let me look up the damn text. This the this whole thing made me think of the twenty four game. Kind of, sorta. These are. I used... Math manipulatives. Math manipulative. I actually liked the 24 game. I was not good at it, but I memorized so many of the like answers that I got pretty far in the local to go to national uh, tournament. Oh, look at you, Mr. Smarty Pants. I just would memorize the cards because I had so much fun playing it. I'd be like, oh, I know this one. And, um, you know, because I have a memory good like that. Which yeah, was not the way to say that sentence, but good <laughs> <laughs> um, like that. Uh, I I can't do math, so I'd be like, oh, I heard someone say this. I know what the answer is. You know, if I I I'd memorize the answers, and then they start getting the convoluted things where they were like square roots and shit, and I couldn't do that. I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't. So I got into like the local thing. They held it up at the observatory up at uh, Lehigh. Okay. Yeah. 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 I got. I embarrassed our whole 
area. So I forgot what these were even called. So I, I referred to I, I, I made contact with our uh, our personal assistant regarding math. Who's that? Uh, we, you can re- it, it's our Parm. Oh, Mr. Parm, he's a math teacher. Yes, but see what I did there? Yeah, I put a lot of work into that. Oh, you want you talk to Parm about this? No, but the personal assistant regarding math. Personal assistant regarding. Oh. Do you know how much time I spend on that? Anagram. It's English class, too, boys and girls. I'm surprised Parm has a math job, knowing it. It's amazing. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he, apparently he teaches kids yeah. this shit. Um, and I'm like, yeah, I just, I was wondering what they were called. I don't know what they were used for. I just remember playing and building with them during class. He goes, yeah, that's what most kids do. So, yeah, they're supposed to be used for visualization, and what are they called? the idea is that, like, physically got... touching hey, something hey, hey, hey. while you're they, counting it is going to help. While you talk about these, I have to look them up. What are they called? Uh, these are base 10 blocks. Base 10 blocks. But they're all part of math manipulatives, which is pretty much anything. You can use buttons or, I don't know, Legos. Oh, okay, yeah. I know. yeah. I, yep, 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 yep. We had these. Even, even in Catholic yep. school, we had these. Yeah. It's how you learn multiplication. Yeah. Yeah. It's And you can use it for all kinds of learning, I guess. But I was that kid oh, that I would just... Shit. Fuck. Spill the beer. Oh, boy. Um, while you're mopping that up, yeah, I would just use it to build little houses. Because at this time, I was already learning We're math safe. by playing Monopoly. The, Monopoly. Lid, the lid was still on. We're all good. Oh, well, put that one back in and get another one and save that one for later. Yeah, we'll, we'll save it for later. Uh, I, I, at Catholic school, they didn't let the kids touch these. These were like uh, relics in a museum. If you touch them, you would be expelled and still have to pay. You know, the whole point of them is to physically touch them, right? No, not a Catholic school. Like, the whole point is that it, it is to interact math with your environment that you can... Yeah, it was pure. Some kids need like I need that physical like when when I do math, I see color. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I don't think that way. When I do math, I see red. Very good. Thank you. Uh no, they didn't let us touch these, but we had them. But yeah, they didn't let us. we had base ten blocks. Yeah, they didn't let us touch. So them. they they so like what the teacher would just show you like demonstrating? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It makes sense because, like I said, I'm awful at math, and I didn't learn shit because I just built with them. But I get where they're coming from. Yeah, we had the different color ones, too, like the red, yellow, blue, and green. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Like I said, I always thought they just looked like Monopoly houses, so. Yeah, well, that's true. I built little villages. <laughs> All right, here is uh, my fourth pick. And I'm going Simpsons on this one, too. Computer Lab actually has a computer in it. Hi, Lisa. Hi, Super Nintendo Chalmers. Meow. I'm learning. Aw, oh, way to go, Ralph. Ah, she's a beaut. You can't beat a Coleco. How many can I put you down for? A lot? Please say a lot. I need this. I don't know. Old Gil needs a lot. <laughs> I was able to pull that clip, and it's one of my favorite. It's probably one of the most popular Simpsons clips ever. And I'm talking about learning video games. 
which were a staple and I think still are kind of a staple. They're probably iPhone games for learning. My first one, so. though, will blow your fucking mind. It was called Alpha Build. It was for it was branded by Fisher Price and it was for the Commodore sixty four. Mm-hmm. It was a penguin. And it was teaching you the alphabet. It was very simple. So you have to go in the penguin and pick the block out of like the dispenser and then take it over and load it onto the pickup truck when and, and you like A, B, C, D. Once you get all four loaded, the trucks would go and start building a city. And then once you get through the whole alphabet, it would like glow and then you start over at level two and it'd be lowercase. And yeah, it'd go on from there. And it was a penguin building a city based on the alphabet. Um mm. Also, we could put all the MEC, M-E-C-C, games in this category. The Minnesota Educational Computer Consortium. You, whoa, 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 whoa. Minnesota Educational, Educational Computer, Computer Consortium. Consortium. Now, no, no, don't, hit, don't say search. Let me ask you. Have you ever heard of it before? Yeah. And you're lying. I've heard of it. I didn't, no, no. I've heard of it. I don't know what the hell it was. Yes, you, you do. Oregon Trail. Oh. Mech. Now, I didn't know. This is how well, fucking. You kind of threw me because it said Minnesota. You said Minnesota. Right. Well, this is how weird I am. I didn't realize what I was playing was Oregon Trail until like later when it became like a popular thing after we graduated. But mm-hmm. I knew it was like the Mech game because it loaded the big MECC with the green lines game under it. Like mm-hmm. screen. So I knew it was like a mech. So there was tons of educational games from the Minnesota Educational Computer Consortium. I'm probably, but it's probably not. It's MECC. I might have the anagram. Uh, anagram? Wrong? I think it's anagram. Yeah. But um, so, but then, Squeezer, you and I know, and we've talked about on the show, another huge educational game that was for Tandy and Commodore and Nintendo and uh, DOS and it came with, like, if you're doing, like, the where in the <laughs> world, it came with a uh, atlas, and it came with encyclopedia, and it came with, um, like, you... Mario's missing. Yeah, well, I'm going to talk about that later, but Carmen Sandiego games... Sorry. You had to have the reference book, so the box was huge, because it came with a reference book mm-hmm. that would get you through the game, and... um yeah, that's like, I mean, that's probably the pinnacle of education for us. Like, that's that was the fun part of it. Like, if you're playing oh, Where yeah. in the World, you have to know like your geography. If you're playing Where in Time, you have to know your history. So, it, it you got that that huge fucking that was like the size of the Bible that reference book to and then go search out, you know, what you didn't know. And and this this game forced you to fucking learn against your will. <laughs> and then you know i remember playing mario's missing and um mario's time machine i think those were two two, two games no mario's missing is the one that was at both nintendo and super nintendo so my friend my mom's friend's son who i wouldn't call him my friend had it for nintendo and then i would rent it for super nintendo it was a fun game it was kind of in the same vein as as carmen san diego um luigi was searching for mario throughout time and and it was a fun game, but um, they still make them. They were made. They will be forever made, and they'll forever use 
uh, video games to try and fucking teach us. I remember using Mavis Beacon. Mavis Beacon teaches typing on our one of our first Windows machines. Remember Mavis Beacon? Is it Beacon? Mavis? I don't, I just, I Is it Mavis, Mavis? Mavis? It could be Mavis. Like Mavis. Mavis Staples. Mavis Staples. Mavis. Yeah. Mavis, Mavis Staples. Mavis Beacon teaches typing. As I look at a VHS copy of Christmas Vacation as we speak. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Learning, learning video games, just like Ralph and Super Nintendo Chalmers, <laughs> uh, have a big piece of my heart in my life. And uh, all right, we're on Squeezer's fourth pack. Here we go. Let's have the next child. Look, everybody, Simpsons in a contest with children. Hey, you're making us miss the contest. Could you explain your model, young man? What's to explain? He's an idiot! Pipe down! Well, basically, I just copied the plant we have now. Hmm. Then, I added some fins to lower wind resistance, and this racing stripe here I feel is pretty sharp. Agreed. First prize. What? Way to go, Homer! You're number one, Homer! But it, this was a contest for children! Yeah, and Homer beat their brains out! Homer beat their brains out. That's your favorite episode, right? Oh, my favorite episode of all time. One of my favorite. Grimy. I got. I spent a lot of time on this just because I ended up watching like the whole thing. Um. And it, what's funny is this segment. I didn't realize like Homer's little build looks almost identical to the stupid little castle I built in like first grade. Yeah. When we had a uh, building competition. Did now you didn't participate in any science fairs, but did you have things where you like you had a an assignment to go and build uh like it was like the first big class project i remember having yeah when we when i got to troxel which was the middle school at parkland um we in science we had to like build things and then compete and i remember we had to build like a self-propelled car uh mm-hmm. there's there's a bunch of things i had the self-propelled car thing i remember the, I, the co2 cars no it well it could be it could be anything i use rubber bands and I used CDs, CDRs, like at the time, and they were like really expensive. My dad was super pissed at me as the wheels, and they <laughs> they worked at home on my carpet. But then we tested on the gym floor, and it failed miserably. Uh, not enough friction. Yeah, but um, I was like so upset, and I put so much time in it, and then like idiots who use connects got like A's, and yeah. I and I showed him on I like how much time I put into it, and I and um how it worked on carpet. And he reversed and gave me an A based on that. So. Oh, nice. Because, uh, you know, he should have failed you anyway because you should have known your test surface. I didn't. That was the thing. Oh, well, that's not fair. He, he never said we were testing in the gym. You, you should have made little treads for them. Uh, I then tried to with rubber bands around it. They just kept falling off. Oh, clever idea. Clever attempt. I'll give you that. I tried. And this was uh, eighth grade. So. Oh wow! Him and I were—he—I—I I, he really meant a lot to me. Um, he was the first teacher to teach us about nuclear war and showed us the day after with um, what the fuck's that guy's name from uh, Police Academy? Zed? No, no, the um, he was Mahoney. In, Mahoney, and uh, he was in Three Men and Baby. Hightower. No, Mahoney. Oh. 
He was in 3MN and Baby. What the fuck was his name? Three. It wasn't the ghost in 3MN and Baby. I'm enjoying this right now. It was. You know this fucker's name. You're not telling me. Yep. Starts with a Steve. Gutenberg. There you go. Why did you just tell me? Because <laughs> I didn't think of it for a little bit, and then I figured I'll let you suffer. Holy shit, Leonard Nimoy directed Three Men and a Baby? Really? Did you know that? Everyone else does now. Yeah, oh my god, I did not know that. And I know he directed some stuff, but I thought it was all like his own sci-fi right. shows. I d Leonard Nimoy directed Three Men and a Baby. Wow. Maybe that's why there's a ghost in it. Remember the whole controversy with the ghost and Three Men and a Baby, but it was like a Ted Danson cardboard cutout? Yeah. So everyone was like so spooked out by it and the studio didn't say anything because it was selling copies of Three Men and a Baby on VHS like crazy. So it was like it's a smart move. It was like the the mit the the um, fucking uh munchkin who hung himself, which was just a light prop falling in mm -hmm. Wizard of Oz, which I would like like point out like look at there he is, he's hanging, and then the ghost in Three Men and a Baby because we had a forehead VCR, so you can for yeah. editing. So it had like the super slow pausing, the clean pause. Yeah, forehead VCR, motherfucker. It's fancy. We had one of those in high school. That's how I used to edit. Yeah, that's the only way you could edit VHS. <laughs> Woohoo for generation loss. Yeah, yeah. You, it still sucked, but. It's like you try to do like two passes and everything is just this pink and blue blur. Yeah. And then you get your character generator to lay on top of it. Sure, that's your mm -hmm. sixth pass. I got to do a character gen pass. A CG pass. Those one CG meant like shitty screens with like letters on Yellow it. letters. Yeah. <laughs> It's See, always yellow. All right, did we do the CG pass yet? No, it's on our sixth gen pass. Fuck. CG pass <laughs> is going to be seven gens. Oh, my God. At that point, you're like, it, it's it's just a blob. Yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. Kids hey, now, you never had to worry about focusing. That's true. Kids nowadays with their digital shit have no idea the pain we went through. <laughs> the pain of, of CG And loss. it eats the tape. Yeah. Um. Oh, anyway, yeah. So we would have we had these building competitions, mm -hmm. and th this goes back to I remember first grade, and uh, this is when I realized I was uh, obsessed over little details and you. Yeah. No. So like I remember one kid he built like a little fort out of crayons, just kind of glued them in a stack. If he was just like a heat gun, he wouldn't need glue. Well, well, maybe they did. I no, I don't think parents were involved in that one. And then kids, some kids did other stuff like that. But I went all out, and I I went and got the largest prefab structure available to me at the time, that being a juicy juice can. Oh yeah. And so I built a castle out of juicy juice cans, and. Dare say it was obnoxious, but my castle towered over every structure. Um, 
As it should. In the, in the entire competition. Now, granted, the kid that made the fort out of crayons probably used an entire box of crayons. Right. And that's a lot of tiny little parts. Right. Mine was just really big because it was made with tin cans. Did you win? Well, well yeah, I won. Well, I remember it wasn't you. It wasn't a competition, but I remember having a little note saying, like, you're the best. Yeah. You, you are the best, Squeezer. No, 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 no. Yeah, no don't stop. let anyone tell you otherwise. Stop. But I did have a working drawbridge and a working alligator in the moat. When you would pull his tail, his jaws would open and close. That I made out of construction paper. That is craftsmanship 101 right there. The best part about it is, so this was first grade. Yeah. When we sold our house and we cleaned out our attic in you 2001, found it. my mom had saved it. No, does she still have it? No, I think she tossed it because uh, at that point I was a teenage it. asshole. And anything that reminded yeah. me her of my childhood made her come to tears. Oh, my God. Like, oh, when he was so wonderful. Um, but, yeah, she had saved that thing for probably... She's got to uh, have pictures like of it, right? 10 years. Hmm? She's got to have pictures of it, right? I'm I'm looking. They're, they are in... I don't know if their flight landed either they're in the air in england or in the atlantic ocean hopefully ah. two of three uh when she gets back i'll let you know yes i need well not just me but our audience needs to see pictures of this i would love to i haven't seen this thing i like visually i remember what it looks like right and it might be a lot less impressive than i recall sure but there's also something about i mean two juicy juice cans when you're like six years old <coughs> seven years old that's pretty damn big to begin with that is so. yeah you're talking like silos there yeah yeah but yeah it, it was an all-out castle a little, little drawbridge at a whole gate and everything system set up and i even made roads with a lot of construction paper very cool all right um here's my last pick and this commercial used to kind of creep me out but also make me very envious as a kid so what's it on Here comes the Sweet Pickles bus. Smart moms know how kids' minds grow upon Sweet Pickles. Your child's head start for school starts with his free Sweet Pickles preschool bus. There are stickers, games, puzzles, and hours of fun inside. They'll make learning basic skills like numbers and letters seem like child's play to your two- to six-year-old. So they'll love to learn. Honest. I think it's excellent. Sweet Pickles is Call this number today and we'll send you this Sweet Pickles bus filled with dozens of learning activities free. We'll also send your first activity pack on approval for only $3.49 plus delivery. If you like it, you'll get two new packs about every four weeks at the same low price. There's never any obligation to buy. Call now and we'll send the Sweet Pickles bus to your door. Smart moms know how kids minds grow. Thanks, Mom. Sweet Pickles. Call now. I wanted sweet pickles so fucking bad. Damn, you nailed it. This the the epitome, the whole concept of this show. Fuck, you nailed it. Sweet pickles. I forgot all about this, and as soon as I heard it, I'm like, oh my god, I want this. Yeah. I want this so bad. Stickers, games, activities, books, 
sweet pickles and you have your own little bus filing cabinet to keep them on your mom's got hers for recipes you got yours for your fucking sweet pickles exactly yeah it looks it's a recipe box yeah but what you what what's not like shown in this is all the outside marketing that we were like surrounded with because the avon catalog had all these sweet pickles like fucking shampoos and soaps and like tie-ins Really? Yeah, we were just surrounded with sweet pickles. And all you wanted was fucking sweet pickles. And fuck, you couldn't have them because it was like a mail-order fucking scam. (laughs) (laughs) So you order and you get this bus. And you get like one packet of shit. And then every month or every week or whatever it was, you'd send a new one. It was like a subscription service. Now, like, subscription services are like a dime a dozen everyone signs up for them because you know mm-hmm. you know what you're getting and it's credit cards and it's much easier to do but back in the day like no one wanted to get locked down in a subscription service you know what i mean yeah it, it really has changed just the way it's done well it's everything's so transparent now because you can voice your dissatisfaction right so like if, if, if it's a over. fucking ripoff you're gonna like like scream about it on the internet or twitter and everyone's gonna know Back then, like, you were like, ah, I don't want to get involved in this unless I know, like, my kid's already fucking half stupid. I don't mm-hmm. need him to read some books that smell like pickles, you know. And it was just a pun because the town was uh, called Pickles, but all the characters would get into a pickle because they were too human. Their anthropomorphic traits would fuck them over every week <laughs> or every, like, book. Very good. And uh, my favorite part of the books that because we had a few uh, in our library library uh, where the bookends were a map of the town. And I was obsessed with maps back then of any mm-hmm. town. So I, I would like like trace with tracing paper the maps and like keep it as my sweet pickles. map. Oh, nice. I know. I wanted sweet pickles so fucking bad. And my mom's like, no, even though the bird in the van that like, came out that creeped me the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> it was goose and her she goofs off oh you remember the live a- well you, you pl- the live action commercial yeah that's like, what i was played it was live action yeah you played it but like uh, she the gets images out of them just yeah and she's like sweet pickles she's like fuck get away from me but i want stickers and games and puzzles mom can i get sweet pickles no no and it, and and part of me also thought it was sweet pickles <laughs> which sounded delicious <laughs> Yeah, I'm an idiot. Mm, I'm, I'm not disagreeing with you on either. No, but I think nothing uh, screams fun with learning more than sweet pickles, in my opinion. No, you, yeah, 100%. You won. Thank you. I wasn't trying to win anything, but... Well, it's okay. I won the castle building contest, and you won this one. <laughs> you did. We, uh, I, I, since you have a trophy for that, I would expect a trophy for this. Just to be fair, since especially since you're gonna bring your Pinewood Derby trophy in and rub it in my face, I think I should get a trophy for this. All right, I'll go get your participation trophy. All right, here's your last pick. But once we get it filled with ammonia gas and we put the nipple on upside down like this. One little drop of water has to get in there, and then a lot of ammonia gas will dissolve in it. That's going to lower the pressure here. And outside pressure on the liquid, that red liquid over there, is going to force it up inside. What's the matter? You keep turning away. The, uh, the ammonia that gas. That ammonia is sure strong, isn't yeah. it? 
Well, that means we're we're heating no shit. It's fucking toxic. <laughs> I did a little editing to make this one work, but I mean, it's I took the open and, and this actual clip from the ammonia episode and put it together. And I'm a, I'm allergic to ammonia. Like I sneeze like Are a you motherfucker. Real? You should be dead. Yeah, I know. I, it's not like kill me, but I sneeze like a motherfucker when anyone's cleaning with ammonia. Mm-hmm. Like it makes me sneeze like someone's perfume. Ah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, so, yeah, this would probably kill me. No, but the the whole fucking team should be dead. He's making ammonia gas. Like <laughs> They're can't... literally, they have a frying pan with ammonia, and he's holding, he has a uh, a funnel over top of it, and then holding a baby bottle over it, and evaporating the ammonia into the baby bottle. And it's like, you should be wearing a respirator, at least. <laughs> yeah, right. Some eye protection is yeah. going to burn your fucking eyes. Right. Kid, um, what are you turning away for, you little bitch? <laughs> oh, the ammonia gas? Is that getting to you? Oh. Right. Wow. No way. Don't get me wrong. I'm going to lead people this right away because it's hilarious. And I, I'm, I say this. I'm going to continue to say how much I love Mr. Wizard and how important this was to me. Yeah, Macho But there Man is a clip Macho on King. YouTube about, entitled Mr. Wizard is a Dick. <laughs> and it's just clips of him just calling out kids and shitting on them, all the kids that he's with. And they're like, well, I think this is this is why it's doing it. And basically I'm going, wrong! <laughs> it's fantastic. Um, which, again, is why I even love this show to begin with. So this is, so I, I started with 3-2-1 Contact because I love the show and that's what got me kind of thinking about this. Mr. Wizard, I truly, truly love this show. Yeah, me too. Like, to the point of, I would wake up at 6 in the morning to watch it before school. I, I didn't want to go to school. Well, I didn't want to go to school. It also right? aired at, uh, after school. Did it really? Yeah. I my, I tr- I remember it being on at 6 a.m. right before Stupid Flipper. Yeah, that was later in, in the years. Was it really? I remember late early in the day, too, but I... Huh. I can't find... Macho Man was definitely a Mr. Wizard, right? I don't know about Macho Man. I don't remember him having guests outside of kids. I know he was one of the first guests on Letterman. He was on the very first episode of the David Letterman show. Back in 1982, I think. But Mr. Wizard, uh, real name, Don Herbert, um, he was a... Uh, I don't know if I don't know. It's weird. Like you can't call people scientists unless they're a certain kind of scientist. But he was he knew he was a science person. Uh and with like radio and television and commercial background. Uh he also was in the Army Air Force during World War Two. He was a badass. He flew he was a B twenty four bomber pilot and flew sixty combat missions out of Italy. Wow. Yeah, I was in one of those. I was in a B-24. The thing's insane. I filmed you in one. Yeah, and the fact that he flew that thing in combat, uh, and he got, yeah, the uh, air medal, oak leaf clusters, and distinguished flying cross. Mr. Wizard can shit on any little snot-nosed kid that doesn't like the way he looks in a motor. I, I watched one early. I was watching him all day during work today, and the kid's like, he's playing with this little motor that he built and the kid goes weird 
Mr. Wizard's like, what do you mean weird? Like, all pissed off at him. Right. <laughs> and he's like, weird. And the kid's like, weird. Like, I, it's just, it's different. Like, well, I'll take it as a compliment. And then he goes on and does a little lecture. Oh, it's fantastic. But at the same time, like, I come off as like, as if it was harsh, but he was great with kids. Because he treated you like you would be like a kid learning. Like, he didn't hold your hand. He made you figure it out as he went. Like, right. and there, there was some episodes too where your kid's like, I don't, I don't know how to say it, but I can show you. And he goes, all right, show me. Like, that's great. It, it gave you a sense of like independence. And like, e- e- even though like he was almost shitting on, he wasn't, he wasn't shitting on you in any way whatsoever. It, it was, he, he would call some on their crap for sure. Uh, but like to be a, you were a part okay. of it. You were right. in there with him. I'm gonna, I'm gonna track back. Apparently, this was just a meme years ago that someone photoshopped Mr. Uh, Macho King and Mr. Wizard's World, but it would be hysterical. I, uh, I'm looking at the picture. I'm like, this is funny just looking at, it, but you could tell it's photoshopped. I back then, I like I the idea of it. Yeah, I like the idea of it too. Thinking, thinking, thinking. What are you thinking exactly. of? Exactly. <laughs> yeah uh homemade electric uh electromagnet motors homemade electromagnet motor madness hold my belt no you can't hold the championship belt it's a champion's prerogative that's right jesse Vent- there's no uh jesse ventura here <laughs> <laughs> um this show really inspired you to do experiments and stuff on your own, despite the fact that you probably shouldn't have. Sure. Boys uh, doing experiments there, there on the their own. Where he made a hydrogen bomb up. with a girl. Yeah. I made a hydrogen bomb with a girl. Yeah. Um, I said the wrong thing. Yeah. He passed away in uh, 2007. Uh, there's still plenty of they they have uh, all kinds of stuff on. You can just find it on YouTube. You can uh, buy the DVDs for like a million dollars because that's what the internet does. Um, but yeah, just just Google uh, Mr. Wizard and there is the Mr. Wizard uh, Studios. There's a channel there with all the little clips. You can go and you can check out all of these, and it's fantastic. It, it just I will be, you know, saving these up so Lil Squeezette can watch Mr. Wizard. And I love the fact that he, he had a little workshop at one point, mm-hmm. but my favorite were the ones where he was just, like, in his kitchen and his refrigerator's right behind him. Mm-hmm. Because that's where you did your science experiments. You didn't have a lab. Um, With the pen and a pad trying to get the damn label off? Yeah. Ah, oh, God, I love Mr. Wizard. I do too. Uh, he was great, and uh, my brother and I watched him religiously on Nickelodeon uh, constantly. We were big fans of Mr. Wizard and science and experiments. Because back then, all you wanted was your own chemistry kit or like an atomic accelerator that they used to sell to your parents. And why can't they sell it to you? Yeah, and then you go to school and you wouldn't have want anything to do with it. Yeah, well, yeah, once it's at school, it's boring, but... It was all in the approach. Yeah, it was, absolutely, and his approach made it accessible and um, wants you to learn, so... Yeah, and I mean, and he was doing it for years, like, so, like, yeah, Mr. Wizard's World uh, ran from 83 to 90. 
he had a show that ran in the 50s to the 60s, even in the 70s. Fucking A, man. So he, like, he is, like, regarded as, like, the grandfather of, like, educational TV. And, and I would put Bill Nye, we didn't talk about Bill Nye, but I would put Bill Nye in there as, as part of that. Um, well, yeah, but, I mean, this is going back to, like, the the 50s and the 60s yeah he like bill he, nye paid homage to him right he would hand off to bill nye and um bill nye became an important part of learning you, you, know, the, you know the penguins sorry the, yeah, the penguins and beekman's world are named don and herb oh really don herbert yeah yeah um yeah so you know we continued they would they're they're, they're still doing things to this day and um you could watch old Bill Nye's on, on YouTube, but we'd watch them in school. And then Disney wound up buying them. And, uh, you know, I think, like, learning, f- having fun with learning has always been and always will be a thing. And, mm-hmm. like, I, I wanted to talk about those, like, toy stores at the beach that tried to sell learning toys and mainly sold, like, expensive Playmobil- yeah, Playmobil shit. You know I never I mean? got that. Why Playmobil is considered like a learning toy? Yeah, it's, I guess it's German. <laughs> you have to know German to read the instructions. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, yeah, this was a fun episode, and uh, we it, we took a deep dive into a lot of things that I think are gonna jog people's memories. And I'm gonna fucking call it fun with learning. And if if it if it bombs out, you know, you missed a good episode, right? Yeah, and you can blame me. No, it was it was a great pick by you, Squeezer. This was a oh shit. Yeah, you did a good job. So we'll be back next week with more radios. We're getting closer to Halloween. We have our pudding pin pot, uh, pudding pot, pudding pie pins for sale. Radios.com. We have a couple uh, free pins left, but don't guarantee. There's no guarantee you'll get them. We have T-shirts for sale uh, if you're a medium or a small. Uh, but uh, check out radios.com for all our merch and keep checking back every week for more podcast fun. I'm RK. I'm Squeezer. We'll talk to you next week.